Chapter thirty three of Little Joe Otter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Nan Dodge. Little Joe Otter by Thornton W. Burgess. Another fish disappears. In things at once not understood, some people will admit no good. Little Joe Otter So many things happen every day to the little people of the green forest and the green meadows that they do not think of any one thing very long. Two days after the mysterious disappearance of his big fish, the young otter had stopped thinking about it. He had made up his mind that he never would know what became of that fish, and that the matter was no longer worth puzzling over. There were too many other things to think about and do. On the third day he caught another fine fish, and climbed out on the ice with it near the place where he had left the other. This fish wasn't so big as the one that had disappeared, but it was a fine fish for all that. The young otter was hungry, and he intended to eat that fish right there, but he had taken only a bite or two, when his sharp eyes saw another fish in the water. Two fish would be better than one. He dropped on the ice the fish he was eating, plunged into the water, and like a brown streak shot after the other fish. Swift as a fish is in water, there isn't much chance for it when once an otter gets after it. The young otter had quite a chase, but in the end he caught the fish. Then, with it in his mouth, he swam back and climbed out on the ice at the place where he had left the first fish. He was feeling very well satisfied. With two fish, he would have all he could possibly eat, and more, too. First, I'll eat the one that I caught first, said the young otter, as he dropped on the ice the one he had just caught. Then he received a shock. The other fish wasn't there. There was only one fish, and that was the one he had just caught. He couldn't believe it. No, sir, he couldn't believe it. He actually rubbed his eyes two or three times to make sure that nothing was the matter with them. But nothing was the matter. That other fish wasn't there. The young otter hastily looked in every direction. No one was in sight. At least he didn't see anyone. All he saw was what he took to be a little heap of snow a short distance away. He looked in the water. He thought he might have knocked that fish into the water when he dived after the other one, but he looked in vain. Of course, right away he remembered the disappearance of the big fish a few days before. Now another one had disappeared just as mysteriously. It was unbelievable, but it was true. The young otter became frightened. This is no place for me, said he. No, sir, this is no place for me. The first thing I know, this fish will disappear right out of my mouth. I wouldn't mind losing the fish so much if I could only know what becomes of them. He looked hastily down to see if the fish he had just caught was still at his feet. It was, and with a little sigh of relief he picked it up, and with it in his mouth plunged into the water and swam hurriedly over to the bank. There he gulped that fish down as fast as ever he could. He did it as if he feared that it might disappear, 
before he could get it eaten. End of chapter 33